All right, we are live on YouTube. We are streaming everywhere where you can hear podcasts. It's Amina's House Podcast, episode 224. I mean to say what? Shana B. Dex Stucky. And you know, Garnett is extra. He be coming with props. He be coming with costumes, wine, background, wigs. <laughs> so he is now joining us <laughs> a couple of seconds late. Let's see well, he better be coming with what awaits us. He talk about, I'm setting up. What you got to set up? <laughs> What's going on? There he is. You oh. know what? We are so disappointed. We're so disappointed. He looked regular, He's not even in his regular room. He's like in a classroom. We thought when you said we, I'm setting up, we thought you was coming with a wig, like yeah. Anderson Park or a background or a costume. Oh, oh here you go. Why got one on the ready, though? Here he he was listening. Mina said wig. He immediately jumps up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, my God. And that's why I've never seen that one before. <laughs> that's a Mrs. Doubtfire wig. <laughs> why do you have a blonde wig, Garnett? I would not have a blonde wig. What did what'd you use this wig for? This is my Caucasian wig. This is my rich white man wig. I've never seen a witch, a rich white man <laughs> wear that kind of hair. It was supposed to be, uh, I had like Donald Trump on the front of it. But <laughs> it's way too much hair for Donald Trump, though. That's what he wants. <laughs> you know, he'd be having that toupee. Don't, don't, don't flick it like that. <laughs> I was gonna say, Donald Trump be having that little flip in his hair. I'm like, bro, why you got a flip in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's hop into what's in our feed. Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. I, I, people are fascinated with these two. Um, all day today, I saw speculation as to why they broke up. There's various theories. Uh, they're saying Lori wasn't ready for something more serious or more committed. Then I heard uh, Michael B. Jordan wanted marriage and she wasn't down for it. Then I heard he wasn't really all the way, you know, sold on the relationship because he still kind of missed his ex. I don't believe that one, but um, <laughs> people are saying Lori Harvey's for the streets. <laughs> what What's going on here? Do you think that Lori's, you know, bouncing around too much or she she just a 25, a regular 25 year old young woman, you know, a woman uh, just dating and trying to figure out what she wants? The streets, but I think it's okay because she's 25. Like, if you say she's for the streets, she's for the streets. But it's Damn, okay. Shayna, how you just slip that in there? Like, I don't have a problem with Shayna it. Just slip that in there. She's she for the streets, but it's okay. So, I'm not mad at her. They just people are mad because they're not used to a woman doing it. It's okay when a man do it, but. I also feel like she is 20. Like, when they put that out there, and I was like, oh, dang, he was 35, she's 25. It didn't even do it on me, first of all, because she's been in a lot of relationships. <laughs> you was dating Future when she was, like, 21, and he was, like, 30. He was like, well, when was she engaged? When was she, like, 17 and a half? Right. Many years ago. Wait, like, wait Shayna. let me ask you this. Because of the age difference, 25, 35, what if she said to him, like, I'm not ready for marriage right now, but oh if you God. would wait for me, if you would wait I for me. I won't wait for you. Wait, I won't. Wait, wait while she finished. And, and that is the difference. Men don't really, I love They want her. But men don't, I feel like, be that patient when a woman be through. Like, we are more understanding when a dude has, I mean, we'll still call him a hoe, but we more understanding that we can make him into a house husband. But men don't be feeling like that with these women. Fair. Um, it's weird. Like the, every time I see something, I kind of get exhausted because, like, like neither one of them have said anything. I don't even think either one of them have said we broke up. Like, I mean, yeah, she deleted pictures and stuff. I'm like, why are we even looking for that stuff? I feel like we we we're starting to do too much. And I think that even if they wanted to reconcile, like they kind of can't now because of us. Like we've gotten so deep into their business where it's like, if they get back together, it's going to be like, Mike, you can't get with her. She's a whore. Or it's like, oh, look, she went crawling back to him. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've never, I've never, I don't remember us being this obsessed with like celebrity culture. And I'm not saying that they're not big stars, but I'm like, 
I feel like we're more invested in them than we ever were with Beyonce and Jay-Z as a couple. Like, because I don't they think- kept it secret. I think that's the big thing. Like, So did they, though? They never... T- we would see them out, but it's not like they were... What are you talking like, about? Like- they over here talking about Turtle and, and, and sharing videos and pictures. If Once you let people into your relationship, you let them into your relationship. That's true. They were doing that. But remember when they were doing that, though, like at the beginning of this, people were saying that this relationship is fake is to rehab her image and it's to have black women think that he likes black women and stuff like that. Remember that at the beginning? I don't remember that because I still am like... And now, and and, and, it, and it does, I mean, they lasted for about a year. It does right. kind of seem contractual. You oh know what I mean? Oh my God, like, Dexter, why are you this person? I'm just saying like, it does kind of seem... And and if those are the reasons, like to rehab his image and stuff like that, I think it worked. You know I mean, like people are sympathetic towards him. Black women think they have an opportunity with him. Like his track record was all like white ladies. Now he has this one black woman. Now black women are fawning over him again. Watch y'all gonna go see his movies again. I'm telling you, like I don't think this. Who has a breakup, right? Who who breaks up with their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever and then goes to the NBA finals like the same day? Like, you want it to be seen. If this was me and I'm so distraught and hurt after a breakup, I'm going to probably stay in the house for a little bit. You got to give me a month before I get on my usher. You don't have to call. Like, First of all, own. you're not passing up on the NBA finals for any breakup. <laughs> Let, me just, you be there? <laughs> Let me just put that out there. We broke up. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be right on the bench teary-eyed and crying <laughs> this is the nba finals <laughs> yeah he listen he he looked he looked mighty hurt at that damn game i ain't gonna he lie did. He, he had a lot of pain on his face <laughs> um yeah i mean i can just piggyback off of you know what everybody kind of said i mean she's 25 years old he's 35 you know he's looking to like settle down a little bit more he's already established in his career you know it's only going to get bigger from here as far as his movie roles um you know marriage and kids is probably the next step for him uh and to yeah, you know you got to remember this is a woman that's a young woman that's just starting to learn like who she is she's just starting to realize how powerful and beautiful she really is like you know, so I think, you know, not to say that she didn't take the relationship seriously. I'm pretty sure she did. But at the end, you know, she's still having fun. You know, this isn't like, you know, she wakes up, she's not thinking about, uh, you know, whatever move happens today is make or break for the rest of her life. It's like, no, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy this relationship this time with you. But marriage, uh, I still got some stuff to do. I, I ain't signing up for that just yet which I understand having a kid and, you know, marriage, that is a huge responsibility and obligation. So, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, I guess, for him, or it's actually very fortunate, you know, because some women are getting into that situation and lie. And yeah, you know, I do want to be with you. And then, you know, the marriage is horrible for three years. And, you know, next thing you know, you know, now you're in a whole legal battle because somebody just couldn't be honest or, you know, you didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings, whatever the case may be. So I actually respect if this if it did happen that way, I respect her, you know, just being honest, being able to say no and, you know, moving forward. Because we all know she will be just fine. <laughs> she, yes, she will. <laughs> you fine. know what, though? I find it interesting. Everybody thinks it's her. Like, we don't know anything. It could have been him. Like, I saw her mother, Marjorie, put something up on Instagram saying, like, you know, when you sit and poop for too long and stop smelling or something like that. Like, That's you don't true. know. Maybe we, we don't know what was the inner workings of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he wasn't available. Maybe it wasn't a good relationship, you know? I mean, just because he's good looking and has money and and bought this huge house doesn't mean that he's a a great partner. You know, maybe he's not around as much, you know, maybe she he travels too much or works too much. There could be a thousand other things going on where she's like, is this the life that I want to sign up for? Where's her job? (laughs) Hello. Where is her job? So can she handle 
a man that literally is working all the time, studying scripts, doing press, you know, going here and there, filming movies for months on end. She might not be, that might not be something she wants to sign up for because she don't got a job. I don't see her. I don't, I don't know where she's going every day. It seems like to me, like she's starving herself every day and going to the gym <laughs> and that's her life. <laughs> I, what do you do today? I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go shop. I'm going to go get a massage. Like, what is her job? What does she do for a living i just don't know so oh, it, to your point nina and then steve harvey tweeted something today that was also like i guess cryptic to add to the mix because he put something out like marriage is 85 percent women 15 percent men and i know he did that to probably combat like what marjorie did and again because there's so many people saying he was ready for marriage and she wasn't. So I feel like everybody's being in the mix and being messy. And again, we'll probably never know. Listen, Michael B. Jordan's on a proud honey. Well, I'm off the market now. <laughs> but look, you better find yourself a nice girl in her 30s, okay? She's like, got a job and understands that you're busy. And want to have kids and settle down. Okay, I want to have kids and don't mind sitting at home. You want know, to having your baby while you work, okay? But she got to have her own as well. Yeah. Because that's the kind of man that he strikes me as someone who wants a good, a woman that, that is equal on his level. He'll be fine too. He'll be a-okay. And he need to be out there at the games, Dex. He need to be out here not being home sad. Go be sad in public sometimes. Go be sad in public. <laughs> have, have, have a drink. Let people know you, you know, you don't Go out here. Yeah. Go outside. <laughs> Be the superstar that you are. Have some women, you know, throw their vaginas at you at the game. Like you, you need that feeling again. You need that rush. You need okay. to that so, man. The question is, where do you go from now? Because if you're Lori Harvey, it's been what? Sean, Col uh, no, um, Diddy's young, Justin. It's been Justin, Diddy, Future, Trey Songs, Michael B. Jordan. Where will Lori Harvey go now? You already know. Akon's brother. Akon's brother, Bo, Bo or Boo? Yes. Really? Lewis Hamilton. Oh, um, the race, the race car yeah, driver. I, I can see her. I can see her moving to Justice Millet. Like I think that that's probably <laughs> the next contract. Okay. Goodbye, sir. Next. <laughs> He gonna rehab his image. She gonna rehab hers. They gonna be good together. Watch. She she's she's not here for the serious people, man. You know, with all these serious careers, she gonna get her somebody like Kodak Black, and everybody's gonna be like, "What? How would you?" She not Kodak Black. You know, she she don't need nobody that like that serious as to protect her image. She she struggles. She needs like a 50 or like a mogul, you know, yeah. like I know she's going to mess around and, and be baby mom number 10 for Nick Cannon. Oh, there they go. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about something else, but let's segue to Nick Cannon. Uh, so Abby De La Rosa seems to be the baby mama of the month because she is now pregnant with his second child, which they're saying this is his ninth child. But I read that it might be twins. So is, is it is it his tenth child? And oh, she's then had twins with him already. Okay. She's pregnant again. Right, but are, but they might be twins again, right? That's what I read. Look, if you got me with four kids, you marrying me. You <laughs> if, if, remember this is her third pregnancy because she had lost, he had got her pregnant and she lost the kids or the baby. And then she popped up six months later pregnant with twins. Like, he ran it back. Like, let me help you out again. So this is technically her third pregnancy by him. But what I don't understand is if this is the ninth child, does, do, are they counting Zen who passed away? When you say they, you mean Nick? <laughs> like, I don't know. Zen would be 10. So that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Why are they keeping yeah. I'm like, don't forget it. Don't do that. to yeah, like, that's I just told somebody the other day, I said, Mariah is not here for it. I oh said, my God, you're in my head. I, said, I was like, Mariah's like, on the RV with rock and roll. 
She like, you know what? Goal was it? Yo, you are in my head. I literally thought about that today. Like Mariah's probably like, ugh, my kids aren't gonna play with all those kids. Those kids. (laughs) Some babies, some kids. They can't play with all them kids. So Nick is 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 so here here's the conversation because remember he said he was gonna be celibate, and then he said he was getting a vasectomy. All the while, he said he got depressed because he lost his son, he lost his show, you know, all this stuff happened. And then he said, he told Angela Yee that, you know, that he he was basically having like sympathy sex, mm. <laughs> like sad, depressed sex. Um, I just, I guess just thoughts. I think we've said everything we can about Nick Cannon. And as for me, it's just like, okay, bro. It's your life. If this is what you want to do, these are this is how you want to bring these kids into the world. I mean, hey, do you, boo? Congratulations. I just don't see the goal here. Like, what is the end goal in all of this, Nick Cannon? <laughs> like, do you want a peaceful life? Like, well, like what is happening? You know, That's like a great point. You can't have peace with all them women and kids in your well, life. Yeah, more so the kids. You gotta be there for them, right? We're supposed to be there. I don't you know, and he seems like a very busy man, another serious man, you know, always in something new, you know, business wise and very successful. So that's gonna you know, leave you with less time because you have to be places. And now you have these women, I can see if they was all under one roof, like they're everywhere across the country. So it's like I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to bet that most of them would be willing to live together. Ew, that's a reality hope. show. Just, just because, like, the fact that because, like, I'm not saying that Nick Cannon is right or wrong in this situation. You do what you want to do, but like, I honestly look at the women in this situation, and I my judgment more so goes to them than it does to him because, like, this is clearly something that he wants to do. Like, he thinks this is cool to just have a bunch of kids. Like, he thinks this is normal. This is not a problem. But like, you as a woman, like, that's like you guys sitting here. Like, y'all are sitting here and y'all are like, what the hell is he doing? Why is he having all these kids? To me, it's odd that a woman would know that this is happening and know that she's baby mom number six or seven and still do it and, like, go through the process. Of, like, it just feels, it feels dirty to me. It doesn't feel respect, respectable at all. Like, it feels like you don't respect your body, you don't respect him, obviously, and you don't respect this child. Like, it's about money because, like, who's just wanting to have a baby that bad with Nick Cannon where it's just like, oh, we're in a committed relationship. We're going to have a baby like this. It doesn't feel right to me on the side of the women. I don't think he's committed to any of them. Clearly. No. That's why I had to pull it up. It says five of them were either born or conceived in this past year. And that's a lot. And like, again, that's what we know of. Cause we didn't even know about Abby last week. So it could be more, cause all he said was he's having more kids. He didn't say how many. You know what I mean? So it could be more popping up. But that, to me, I guess, is the biggest thing. Like, you're sleeping with all these women unprotected. You, I guess, assume that they're only sleeping with you. But who knows who they're sleeping with, too? That's just a lot of open cross. Someone's getting the monkey pox, bro. Someone's getting the monkey pox. So, so, someone got it. That, that was definitely, like, that, you know, you got to raise your eyebrows at it unprotected sex right like with all of these partners and probably more you know like that maybe he don't want to get them pregnant for some reason but he's having sex with other women outside of these women so it's yeah i don't i don't i don't know and and and, and nick is my guy man he he makes very uh smart smart moves I, i've always been a fan of him it's crazy you say that because that was literally what was in my head. I always saw him as like a very responsible, smart guy. And this is very irresponsible and not smart, in my opinion, you know, and it's like a lot of people are like, well, you know, he has the money, whatever, whatever. But it, it's not so much of the money. It's more so of the timing. Right. I mean, I think I would look at it different. I, it's funny. I think I think even feud like if you compare future to him, like even future situations better <laughs> just, just to say, because it's like, at least there were time with it between the kids. And like, he was with these women, you know, like if, when you, when you put someone next to future and future looks better, there's something seriously wrong. And it's like, 
I, you know, I like back to what Garnett was saying. I always saw Nick Cannon as a smart, responsible guy. And this kind of goes against that. And, and, you know, just because of the time frame and the irresponsibility, you know, you want to have that many kids, you want to have that many baby, look, you have kids, you like this person, it doesn't work out, you move on that. Okay. But when you're doing all that at the same time, that's the messiness of it. The fact that you're sleeping with like what three, four women in the past year. Well, five of them was conceived within the last year. Again, but one of them are twins, right? So no, well, well, she her twins will be a year old. So right. no, five new ones, because her twins will be a year this week. Abby so Rosa, her twins will be a year this week. Because Listen, I had a handle on it until like past couple of months. <laughs> and the other thing that's crazy is just like. Maybe that's why your show got canceled. Because probably when they were asking you to do promo and stuff, you had to keep making all these maternity shoots. And they was <laughs> like, listen, we need you in New York because we need this interview this day and you got to run back. And, and he did say that he spends his time right, with his family and, you know, spread amongst these kids. Like, families, families, right. So, like, you might not have the time to dedicate to your show, really. Well, and also, I think that, I think, I think this is another thing that we're going to see with Nick Cannon. I think this decision that he made to have all these children and stuff like that, I think this is going to affect his career because like when you're on a show like that, like you're, you're kind of representing the country, right? So like a lot of people in America are looking at this and they're like, this guy doesn't represent me. Like he's, I don't, it doesn't matter how funny or how good the show is. Like the person who was sitting there, the way they're living their lives, is just not conducive to the rest of us. So people don't want to support that. People don't want to watch that. People don't want to see him flourish anymore. And I think that maybe it it needs to be like an issue to his career for him to stop this stuff. You're right. You make a good point. Cause when you think about it, he started sitting in for, Wendy Williams, and what was that, like four years ago? And to mm-hmm. y'all two point, Lena and Garnett, people were like, he's so funny, he's responsible, he sells it. He only had two kids there, and the one was like on the way. It's four years later, he got 10. Like, yes. that's probably not what you do want for your talk show, midday talk show host. You know what, though? Um, I feel like he's going to have to get more jobs now. <laughs> <laughs> he already got like 15 jobs. You're going to need some more jobs, bro, because. At some, it might all be working out right now, but at some point there's gonna be drama. I don't care how much of a handle you think you have there when there's that many people involved, that many kids involved, there's going to be drama. Well, she got this money, she gets that, mm-hmm. she gets this time, her child, my child didn't get this. It's bound to happen. It's hard to treat everyone the same, you know? And then like, I thought it was interesting that they asked him about him having like a sex addiction. And he said, like, I don't have a sex addiction. I have a love addiction. You're telling me you love all these women in the last year. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't know what book he read, but keep that away right. from in our society. I don't know who turned him on thinking he's like this African king or something like that. <laughs> where he can just have all these concubines and not a concubine. <laughs> yeah. He's, I, I don't know, man, but you know, Nick, I, I wish Nick the best of luck. I, I really do enjoy him. So. Okay. So when I first heard of Diddy and young Miami, I was like, there's no way. Cause I literally saw like nothing, like nothing compatibility wise. I, I should have known better. But when I first heard it, I'm like, there's no way Diddy is dating young Miami. And then we started to see videos and pictures and then women are fighting over him. And I'm like, Diddy is really dating young Miami. Like, what the (laughs) hell is happening? But now young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha, is getting a show on Revolt, a podcast that you can watch on Revolt. It's called Carisha, Please. The trailer came out. The first episode is Diddy on the episode and she's grilling him about what do you like about me? You know, when you saw us trending, what did you think? What happened? Like basically talking about their relationship. I think this is like a, like a publicity thing for Diddy now. <laughs> Dex, why you look at me like I'm dumb. because I mean like duh. <laughs> the thing, okay, so but why if this is a publicity thing, why are these girls legit like fighting over him? Like, 
I think that's a part of it too, to be honest with you. Like, I think, I, I think he wants that kind of attention and stuff. To me, though, what seems a little, I don't want to say odd, but just what sticks out to me about the most about this situation is that as soon as the two of them start to kind of go a little bit more public with their relationship, Saucy Tantana is blowing up. Like, this man has a sample of Beyonce's Crazy in Love. He's making a, a video to that or a song to that. He's in vogue. Like, he, and I'm, to me, there's a correlation here. And I don't know exactly what it is. And I don't want to insinuate anything, but Diddy being with Carisha has something, something about that influences Saucy Santana's career. Because like before this man was on Love and Hip Hop getting shot. Now he's on Teen Vogue or whatever that, that thing is. Like something is weird in this situation. I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but something is going on here. And he's involved in it. Dexter always got a conspiracy theory. Y'all don't, y'all don't notice this man's blow up. Like this man has blown up overnight. But he also has like a, a song that people like, and him and Carisha are always making videos. She live together, and she is getting more publicity, and people like to attach to foolish. Well, how come JT's not getting anything? Cause she over here with Uzi, you know, I was about to say something so inappropriate, but I just, I'm telling you, something ain't right Uzi. here. She don't, be, but I feel like she don't be trying to be out. She is not on their IGs, how uh, live. No, she's not funny. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like Saucy and Carisha, they're always on there, always, you know, going okay. on each other. Like, I feel like that is the way of like the Instagram world now. Like that stuff, the more you do that. And again, the more she's attached to Diddy and then by, you know, Saucy by relation is close to her. I just feel like that's a natural friend. He's just eating off of off of that. I never took it as deep as you were taking it. But Carisha I mean, ain't even Carisha hasn't even been on Vogue. Cassie wasn't even on Vogue, but and they're all connected to Diddy. But you mean Saucy is on Vogue? It's also Pride Month, and we do know that they'll. You know what I mean? You have to take that into consideration too. It's a it, lot of gay people you could put on the cover. <laughs> Okay. In Vogue's defense, isn't Jack Harlow in Vogue? Right, so, it's true. Jack Harlow is like in I don't think Vogue be <laughs> put Jack Harlow thing. and Saucy on the same. But we're just saying, well, who picked all these people? Maybe Vogue's trying to switch it up here. So. <laughs> they might be losing people not buying them them seven eight dollar magazines at the stores like they used to. You're not getting. You don't even see them when you go to the, to, to the market. But to me, that's when when I saw this trailer. I was like, something don't feel right about this trailer. Like when she was like, are you a cheater? I'm like, no, this is not really happening. Especially after we just seen, again, we don't know when this was filmed, but we know that he has the control over revolt and it was released. I'm like, we just seen this very public argument between these two girls and you did, it just something definitely don't seem right about that. Whether the publicity is to capitalize and bring, because one of the things I know is a focus is to bring like life to revolt like to you know when he wants that to be a bigger thing than what it is and make that more uh relevant so he could i don't know if the relationship in that intention is making him be like let's do this and she's like okay because i don't know this whole thing was weird but to watch it was kind of like i didn't even think it was funny i just thought it was weird because he's not answering the questions he looks super uncomfortable and it's like but you're also the chairman of revolt so clearly if you didn't want to do this you didn't have to do this so that it was just definitely just a weird vibe we we might have found out that revolt might be down bad, baby. It might be it might be going downhill. We we revolt might be last attempt. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those like yeah, because I mean to think that yeah, because Diddy don't have to do this. Like he could have talked about you know maybe his previous relationship. I think people would want to hear that. You know how come you didn't marry some of the women or you know take them a little bit like take them a little bit more seriously. You know, how are you able to handle, you know, juggle everything? And it seems like he's a great father. His kids live with him. Like, I think people would be interested in that. I don't think people, like, you don't got to, you don't have to answer these questions from her. Like, you could have just went up to the breakfast club, have Charlemagne ask you these questions, you know? Like, you could have done and that. And it would have been, and it would have been coherent. <laughs> yeah, and then that's the other thing. I'm like, who came up with the question? She was like, do you like Chinese food or American? Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> out of all, oh, out of all, out of all, 
Out of all cuisines. Define American. Great look for her, though. I mean, you know, that's a hell of a way to start off a podcast journey. You get Diddy on there, you ask him questions about, you know, y'all relationship. So, like, great start for her. Let's, let's see what happens. Like, I really like, think what, she what, has what, great what? talent. Hey, here we go. <laughs> we, we, we got you. Well, we, he's not going to pick us now because I just. <laughs> First of all, if we got Carisha on the show, he'll never pick us. He's going for <laughs> name brand. You saw Fat Joe. Fat Joe had a show on Revolt. Now he's going to Stars. You saw yeah. that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's going to come on right after BMF and Power. Oh, that's nice. Fat Joe. So I was watching Wendy with Fat Joe and Remy Ma were hosting. Incredible. They were amazing. I'm yeah, like, they, he's good. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about Joe is he knows everyone and he knows a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that really works. But it's like, yeah, I I, I think she has, I think she has a personality that'll draw that'll draw people in. I'm just wondering if she'll be able to keep it up. You know, because as we know, since we're, you know, 224 episodes in, it's hard to do this week, week in, week out, especially when you have TV. This is a video thing she's doing production. You know, it might sound cute, but how committed are you to it? You know, and um, that's really what will be the test. But yeah, now it, this is giving publicity for Diddy. You know what I think? I think Diddy is in a place where he's older now. So this is very much keeping him relevant, mm-hmm. you know, in a different way. And um, it's crazy that our moguls have to do this. Like they, they, they all don't. That's the thing. They all don't. Jay-Z no, but look at Dr. Dre with April Jones. Dr. Dre did it, yeah. Jay Z is the only respectable mogul we have, <laughs> and that's only and that's only because Jay Z has Beyonce. Like, what if Beyonce wasn't Beyonce? Like, would he would he be like this too? Because Fifty's dating that girl, that 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 Instagram girl. Her name, I can't remember her name. Right, Cuban. Uh, Cuban. Cuban. Right. I know that because she she's from Camden, so. Yeah, I mean, n- none of them are dating like. To, like like a Beyonce, you know, like a success, a like super uber successful famous person, mm-hmm. like Jay Z is, you know. I mean, Diddy kind of had him with Cassie. What you mean? She's an artist. People question. knew who she was. You know, it wasn't like she was like an Instagram girl. Okay, but we're not gonna put her up there. Oh my god, I'm not saying she's Beyonce, I'm just saying, you know, even Dr. Dre, like Dr. Dre wasn't dating a woman that's equally as successful as he or you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, she sued him for millions of dollars, she was staying home. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I mean, to each his own, sir, but this is what you gotta do. All right, so our our topic today is brought to you by the one and only Dexter Stuckey. So, Dex, break down our topic for today. All right, so guys, you know, it's graduation season. We've all been to a graduation or we've at least seen one on social media. And there's a part in graduation where they're like, hey, please hold all applauses to the end. For some reason, people don't listen to that. And they, when certain names are called, when their people are called, they, you know, they celebrate for the person. They celebrate with the person. And then on the flip side of that, there are a lot of people who, when when it's their time to walk across the stage, they want to do a backflip or they want to like dance across the stage or something like that. So today, like one of my friends, she, her daughter graduated and she, you know, did it. She cheered and everything. And she said, she's a black woman. She said people were giving her looks after she did it. And she's like, was I wrong for doing that? And I was like, I'm going to ask the podcast. So what do you guys think about that? Like she did a backflip. No, no, no. She cheered and like screamed and yelled and clapped and everything when her daughter's name was called. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Let me tell you something. When your kid is coming out of school and they made it, especially in the world that we live in, when people getting shot, these kids are going down the wrong path. With the second my child walks across the screen, I'll be like, ah! I don't care what y'all say. I'm coming with the signs. I'm coming with the instruments. I'm making noise. That kid's about to be out my house. I'm happy. Okay. But see, that's the thing, though. 
high school, college, maybe I can understand it. Not doing it for elementary school and middle school. And that's where I'm like, yeah, I didn't even make it all the way. I like the child colored. <laughs> I feel like my mom was one not one that listened to that rule. And you was going to know that she, she, she cheered for you. But I will also say my mom is an equal opportunity cheer because if that next kid gets cheer and then that next kid don't have a cheer, my mom is the one that be like, okay, cheer. Yeah. So like my family's not like that at all. Like we're we're just not those people. So like when we walk across, it's just like a clap, you know what I mean? Or hold your applause to the end. And I remember in grad school when I walked walked across, my friend's mom was there and she did that. And it was so bizarre to me because I always was so judgmental about them. Like people are so ghetto, like you can't do that, just be quiet. <laughs> when she did that, I was like. Damn, I've been missing out. Like, I like this. Because <laughs> you know why? When the parents do it, other people start to do it. You oh. feel school is hard. So when you do graduate or whatever, and people kind of give you that, it's like, okay. Like, I, I feel even better about this. But not in, like, elementary school. Really not even in high school, to be honest with you. I agree with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I also think, like, these are rules made up by people who have probably generations and generations of college graduates and you know what I'm saying? Like for a lot of us, these are like first generation, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you're proud. This is a, you know, an elevation for, for your family. So it's like, who are you to tell me that I need to to hold in my excitement? I, I could be cheering for a first, you know, first graduate, you know, first, what do they call that? The first, first generation, first generation uh-huh. grad, or maybe this is the first doctorate, or you know, the first doctor in the family. Sure. Like, I mean, and I guess even when you think about it, for high school, somebody did say like people are dying, and I, I guess I can kind of see that now too. Like, you, your child is lucky enough in Philadelphia, of all places, oh. to still be here. So I, I yeah. can understand like that, that mind, that mindset, and also working yeah, in the school for years. Next, we it is important there with the killings, but I feel like. Years. Oh well, yeah, that's true too. But, 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 but I will say though, like working in a school, like you kind of see how hard it is for a lot of these kids to get through too. Like, so if you think about it from oh, like a, you're a teacher now. You no, know, I, I work for. I I was an administrator, <laughs> but um, but with that though, like you kind of see the struggle that a lot of these kids go through, and their parents are kind of sometimes knee deep in that struggle with them. So when that child gets out of there, it's kind of like this is a celebration for me too because I didn't I didn't see us getting here. So I get it. Just again, not in middle school because your child. Yeah, I I don't get it. I think that's just like a hating rule. Like that don't even make sense to me. Like. When when else are you supposed to cheer for your child? It's not like I'm showing up to your class every day. Like, yeah, you go, boy. You in there doing your work. You got your pencil. You got your like. When like when else? And we've been to some. Of, we've been to a lot of graduations, but we've been like some of these graduations are hours long. Are you kidding me? I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be quiet. But that's why they say it though. That's why they say it because when you like say all four of us are graduating, right? When when Dexter, everybody's claps. Mina, everybody claps. Shayna, everybody claps. And everybody claps. It, it takes more time, and when you do that, and that's the reason why they're like, everybody's not clapping though, Dex. Like it's usually just the family members, and they're waiting for that. It's ten seconds. Yeah, but like, what if everybody did that? Now the person has to pause before they go to the next name because you're clapping and whatnot. No, they don't. They say the name. Just make sure you say it loud. But everybody has the the order of it. You know who's. Why can't, you just, why can't you just buy your child a nice gift and take them out to dinner afterwards like a normal person? Like, why do you have to be oh, screaming? That, 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 doing that, that too. It happens too. All my to get a D in operations management to graduate <laughs> college. You don't know my story. And, and that's another thing. And that's an, and that's another. And that's another thing. These people in colleges, they don't have no cords on. Y'all be doing backflips across the stage. You barely got out of there. Like, you, you take, be humble. Now, I will say that. That's the one thing that might be a little out of control. I'm for the clapping. They already know when they say, please hold your applause, that people are not going to do it. They already know it. They just are going to say it. And they already know it. But I did notice, like, the more and more, I think, even with social media, the antics that happen for like the graduates are getting a little bit out of control. Like people always used to do something like a little quick, a little jig dance, but people got full out performances playing there, like a whole, a whole scene playing. And that thing is, you do know that your classmate is coming up right behind you, so your scene taking up 
20 minutes coming across the stage. Well, I thought they were supposed to wait for the person to walk all the way across like the stage, right? Because they literally can't, It that person's not going to get their shine if they're like Dexter Stuckey, Garnett Briscoe, Shayna right. Booker, Romina so Lona. That's the like, shine. Your name get called as the shine. Like, no, but they usually they call it and they give a pause for you to walk through, right? Yeah, that's your so moment. You can have your moment. Yes. I think it's appropriate for you to do whatever you want with your moment. However, as long as you don't take up someone else's moment, let me tell you something. I went to Temple's and I was so bored. It was so long. I didn't know none of these people. And it's like, I, to be honest, it got to the point where I would actually look, I was looking forward to the antics. <laughs> I was looking forward to someone doing something entertainment on the stage. Is someone going to twerk? Is someone going to do the Dougie? Like, you know, like what? Is someone going to do something? And it's like, I think it's a reflection also of the person's personality. Like when I graduated, I didn't do much. I just waved. I waved. I did one of these. I, I did the, this wave, right? But I graduated cum laude from college, okay? So I was like, yes, cum laude, yes, you know. But I I actually, as a spectator, I was actually looking forward to it because that thing was so long and boring and I didn't know none of these damn kids. Hey, well, go to a black, go to a, go to a HBCU one. You won't be bored. You'd be like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I, I got a funny story. This is eighth grade graduation. I'm graduating from Fife Middle School in Pensacola. And, you know, we're outside on the lawn and we, I don't believe we, so we didn't get up to actually like, you know, wasn't a stage every, you know, you just stood up, you know, waved or whatever. This kid get his name called. He sticks up two middle figures. <laughs> I've never seen a kid get snatched up that quick. They, they got him the heck out of here. So I actually like, I, I'm a little immature. I thought it was like the funniest thing because it was so unexpected. Like, he really hated school that bad. That, you know, the principal's calling <laughs> just flip him the bird. Like, finally, finally, I ain't got to deal with y'all. And I remember, um, you know, like where, where everybody lived at, you kind of have like a school channel. I don't know if they still have that. But like, you know, you have the school channel and they like replay the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they replay the graduation. So, you know, the next day I w I wanna see it. You know, they end up cutting it out. I was gonna say they cut that John yeah, out. They, they cut that smooth out. I was a little upset that I can't like find that somewhere to show people. But yeah, that was like one of the antics that I was there front row, like wow, like he just wilded out in front of everybody. So I'm pretty sure his parents wasn't too happy about that. Right. Well, they wasn't screaming his name right when he put those two middle fingers up. I was going to say, I remember one person, it was not my graduating class, the class before my class of 98 in campus. It was Bilal, the singer Bilal. And he literally took so long coming across the stage because you want to know what his antic was? He was eating a huge bag of sour cream and onion chips. Like, so they called his name and everybody looking like where he at? And he's still walking and he eating and he's walking and he's looking at the crowd and he's like, literally, <laughs> like it was like, and the principal just stopped like, Okay. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I just saw Bilal this weekend at the Roots picnic and I did not recognize him. So yeah. he was with like a group of two other people and the person introduced himself like, hey, um, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so. And then he's like, so from his company or whatever. And he said, this is Bilal. So I don't understand. I don't know why in my dumb brain and I'm pregnant. It's at the end of the night. I'm just trying to find the cart to go back to my car. And I was like, hi, Bilal from so-and-so, like the company that the other guy was in. He was like, oh, no, no, no. This is Bilal. You know, he sings. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're on the stage. I felt like an idiot, girl. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you know, you, you, you're, you're hitting the stage. Like you're a part of the roots picnic. I felt so dumb because I really wasn't like locked in, mm -hmm. like looking, looking, you know, I was more so like, I need a car. It's dark. I'm I have a child. I'm like in that mode. Right. But I'm trying to be polite 
and not yeah. like brush off the people that are introducing this guy was introducing himself to me but i felt like an idiot girl and i was like oh my goodness and then literally right after that happened people started to swarm to take pictures with him and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like hi Bilal from so and so he was like oh no he doesn't work for my company that's exactly how it came off and i was like oh i'm sorry so <sighs> that was my Bilal story well i just want to say since we talk about graduations Dex's favorite person, Andrew Caldwell, said, is this the same thing, Caldwell? He said, I'm going to stop coming to these graduations if you're graduating and working at DoorDash. No, seriously. No, people be... It's funny. I didn't want to say this out loud, but I will say, like, when Garnett was talking, when we graduated George Washington High School in 2006, the Young Jock thing was really popular. And I remember this girl did the Young Jock dance, whatever, and I was like... going down? Yeah, like she did, like when they called her name, she stopped and she did that. Her family was screaming and yelling and stuff like this. Fast forward 10 years later, 10 plus years later, the girl works at Target. (laughs) No shade to Target, but did all that for what? Like, that's that's even more so why you celebrate. Right, that's the highlight of her life. That's the the moment. (laughs) That is the moment, man. We gotta stop being haters. Let people celebrate at times. It's supposed to be a celebration. Like, at the time, she ain't know she's gonna end up at Target. You know, the future's look, look, look. in front of her. She thinks it's bright. Look, she didn't know, but her family—they knew. The families <laughs> that be going the hardest, they know. <laughs> I'm okay with the birthday, with the graduation celebrations, but it gets under my skin is the after parties, and the dresses, and all of that. Like the stuff prom. Like people be doing the most for graduation for prom that that's something that i'm like okay that's i do think the prom stuff is because you you definitely don't know if this is their final because like after a prom it's really the next big thing is kind of like a wedding and you don't know that person's going to get married or something so I, I i've heard parents say like i go all out for my child for prom because i might not ever get this opportunity with them again and that's just that new age stuff because we were not going all the way out for prom. Like that's a new excuse to use as a reason why they are spending thousands and thousands of dollars for prom. Yeah, the, the, the one thing that you know pisses me off honestly with the prom is these kids not wearing shoes. Like, stop sending your kids to the prom without shoes. Like. They they wearing sneakers, which I get. Like sometimes they get the designer sneak, but it's like, man, like how come they just can't wear shoes? Every get out of here, old man. You sound like an old man. You sound like an old man. And that's exactly how I know I'm getting old because it literally bothers me. Like no, like you put some shoes on. You wear sneaks every day, bro. Every day. I wear sneakers. sneakers. I wear sneakers at my wedding. After, like, I mean, for the reception, I wore sneakers. But why? That makes no sense, Dexter, because... I looked amazing. It was a look. It went with the look. I mean, I, and plus the shoes were, like, ugly. Like, I, I wore shoes for the ceremony, but, like, there is, you, it's casual. It's fun. Like, you want to give, like, a shoes. Is the opposite, like, you actually did wear shoes. You might have had a change, but you wore shoes. I did, yeah. He's saying kids are not wearing shoes. Because it's a look. They're going for a look. Like, they're going for a cool look. Like I, it's, I, so my, my thing is this. I think you can pull it off, right? But usually when you're doing prom, you know, you're, you're it's not like a classic look. These kids are wearing 100 colors, you know, but they're trying to be the most elegant up top. And then you get to the foot, and it's like, bro, you got on, like, some retro Jordans. I get it. But, like... You just wear some shoes, like damn, like wear some. It's okay. You already got the Rolex on. You got the Bentley outside. You <laughs> put some shoes on, bro. Like I, I, I'm telling you that the women, the women are gonna like it. You know. So when you leave prom, the girls be doing it too, though. The girls be wearing dresses with with ones. Like I've seen it. Now that I'm not crazy about the girls, you gotta throw a heel on. But the boys, I love the shoes. I, lo- I like a t-shirt and the shoe. It's I, I think that look is. Amazing. A t-shirt to the prom. Yeah. 
That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, again, I don't want thousands and thousands of dollars and I don't want a teacher. You know what? When I was in school, some of the kids did wear sneakers, but it matched their outfit. That's yes. another thing. Like some of these kids, they'll have like an outfit up top and then the like orange sneakers. Like, bruh, your sneakers don't go with your outfit. Balenciaga. <laughs> uh, hello. It's like you got loud, you got pink orange blue see sir you're wearing purple like or blue or whatever like it that gets under my skin where like the sneakers are the loudest thing that that i don't like when they were wearing sneakers when i was in school at least the sneakers went with the outfit like if you had a gray on maybe the sneaks was gray you know what i'm saying like but these kids just be wearing like the loud sneakers that go got nothing to do with the outfit so i'm okay with like you know, like when I was in school, they did like party buses and they had like the the, the poles in the bus. The limo, yeah. Right, the limo. Uh, yeah, we went in a limo. I had a big prom dress. Like my prom dress was the most, you know, now I had with, a train. Now it's May, was Maybex and like they get replicas of Beyonce dresses and stuff. Like it's insane. YouTube social media ruins it for these kids. My nine-year-old niece said to me the other day, she does not drive. I just want to rent a G-Wagon for a couple Days. I was like, hey, how are you <laughs> and so you can ride around, you can be driven around. It, it, it ruins it for these yeah. people. It ruins Where happened to the good old limo? Somebody yeah. gave you a Camry was like, right. hey, man, you got to have Benzes and Bentleys. And, and and the limo saved people a lot of darn money. You was able Put, put together your money. You got yeah. the kids in there. Have a yeah. Now you have a party limo with a pole. You know, y'all having a good old time. You got a DJ in there. <laughs> yeah, it's different now. These kids got real cars. You know, like I, I, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry for my child. I'm sorry, baby. She's in there now. But you say that now. You say that now. You want to celebrate the prom, but maybe not thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna celebrate yeah, the prom. But what you need a Maserati for? Where's your Maserati money? Where's your stun Maserati these, job? I can stun on these hoes. <laughs> you well, won't let me get off your test. Watch I stun on you at prom. No, and then you won't let these kids who don't know how to drive drive a damn Maserati. Like you, you, you don't even know how to drive. <laughs> now they're gonna crash it. Like, no, it makes no damn sense. None. You bet you gotta get a driver if you're gonna get that. If you're gonna rent something, you gotta get a driver. You can't have these kids driving this stuff. Like, what's wrong? I just don't understand. Right. And, and, you know they probably got their license. <laughs> wait, but then here's another thing. You're not even in the Maserati all night. You're getting dropped off at the prom. <laughs> so you rented the Maserati for five, six hours and you only in it for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Where are you going afterwards? Mm -mm, I can't. I'm sorry, shore, baby. Riding down to the beach. <laughs> not in the Maserati I rented. <laughs> you better go get the Honda for that. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, that's the 224th episode of the Mean House podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Arnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>